RadioInfluence.com. You are in the trenches with former Buccaneers offensive lineman Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. Hello, everybody. This is Ian Beckles, and welcome back to In the Trenches. It's draft week. It seems like, and it seems like I've been talking about the draft for about eight months now, and like I don't know if I've ever seen a draft that's had this much intrigue. Uh, I don't know if I've ever seen a draft that's been this quarterback central either. I mean, all everybody's talking about is quarterbacks. Quarterbacks run the sporting world, okay? I don't know if there's a more important position in all sports than a quarterback position, and there's definitely no position that's harder to play than the quarterback position, and that's why they make all the damn money, and that makes sense. So the draft is coming up. The Buccaneers at 32 obviously ain't messing with no quarterbacks, but then again, you never know. This may be a time where they're looking or thinking about life after Tom Brady, and maybe somebody drops to them. Personally, you would think maybe the second, third round, they may dabble a little bit because you could always use that extra player, extra depth. Um, you know, as far as, you know, whoever we draft, it's probably not going to be somebody who starts for us this year. And that's not a bad deal. You know, if you can bring in maybe an offensive line for depth, you know, and then maybe he fights it out with Kappa and Stinney over there at the right side. Other than that, we don't need anything on the offensive line. You can't have too many good offensive linemen. But when it comes to you know helping us out this year, depth-wise, the offensive line is in position because you don't rotate offensive linemen. Nobody does. Nobody does. Now, as far as defensive line goes, you want to make your team better this year? Get a defensive lineman. If you get a, if you get a player who can rush the passer, you, you, if you have eight good rushers, for God's sakes, you can use eight good rushers or eight good defensive linemen. If you have seven good offensive linemen, you can only use five. So if you're thinking about this year, you got to go defensive line. Or, you know, you talk about maybe wide receiver. Since we haven't re-signed AB yet, they could probably use another body at wide receiver. You can never have enough defensive backs. And, you know, it's it's about, you know, I don't know if they're talking about this year, next year, two years from now. Maybe they're going all in again. They went all in last year. Okay, bringing in, obviously, Brady and Gronk and Fournette and A.B., they went all in last year, and it worked. Maybe they go all in again. We don't know if Bruce Arians is going to be here next year. We don't know if Tom Brady is going to be here next year. So I would think that Tom Brady wants whatever he can get this year to make this team better. Now, I saw your boy Gronk over there uh Breaking world records by catching footballs that dropped from a, a chopper from 609 feet. Does anybody in the Buccaneers know about this before he did it? I mean, wouldn't it be easy to break your hand? Something dropping. Like, I've caught a football from a quarterback who can hum it from 20 feet away, and I thought he was going to break my hand. 600 feet? I don't even know if that was a wise thing. Now, I did get, his, get himself in a Guinness World Book of Records, which is a nice thing, but... Let's make some better choices, you know? I mean, he was a rock star, but he stays a rock star pretty much. Now, the, I guess the vaccine this year, I did get my both of my vaccines, so I'm all vaccined out. I guess they're saying that, you know, last year, the, the players had to take a lot of tests now, two, three times a week. I guess if you get the, the vaccine means no daily tests. So look for the NFL players to be jumping on board with the vaccine. 
whether they're for or against, you don't want them sticking that thing in your nose two, three times a week. I did it once, and I'd rather not do it again. Wasn't a big fan. Like, I'll take needles don't bother me. A lot of things don't bother me. That thing went my nose was not fun to me if you've not, if you haven't had that. Now, there's a few things that have happened before the draft. Um, I don't know how the hell the Ravens can send Orlando Brown Jr. to Kansas City. How do you do that? Okay, you're the Ravens, right? So who are you going after? You're really only going after one team. It's Kansas City. And you're going to send one of your better players to the other team that you're going after to make them better? I didn't understand that at all. I didn't understand that at all. Obviously, Ozzie Newsome has confidence in what he's doing. And Orlando Brown wanted to play left tackle and not right tackle. I get it. But for God's sakes, don't send them to Kansas City. Unless nobody else was out there bidding for him, but I'm surprised that's the case as well. So let's see how that all unfolds, because you just made Kansas City stronger, and for God's sakes, they don't need that, because you're going to get more players in the draft. They're already ridiculously talented to begin with. Now, there's some rumors going out there that some names like Julio Jones may be traded on draft day. That would be interesting to see what you can get for Julio Jones now, who's on the back end of his career. Although, if he's healthy, and that's a big if, because he hasn't been healthy lately, um, could still be a big piece of anybody's puzzle that maybe has one last run. He just doesn't have a whole lot left, okay? When there was a time and place where he was the best, maybe once one of the more dominant wide receivers of all time, but that ain't today, because he's banged up a whole lot. Hey guys, if you've experienced a loss of motivation, energy, or sex drive, or if you're noticing getting a little softer around the middle as we all do as we get older, it could be due to testosterone levels have dropped. We get lower testosterone as we get older. But the time, by the time men reach about age 30, uh, most cases their testosterone, testosterone levels have already started to decline, and the low T can lead to a loss of muscle mass, depression, lack of energy, and also low sex drive. We could, that's just what happens when we get a little older. Good news that you can remedy this. <clears throat> good news that you can remedy this with Test X9. This stuff is really good, guys. I'm telling you, I've been using it. It's very, very effective. They have nine clinically proven ingredients to naturally boost your body's own testosterone production. Experience increases your strength. Uh, it's your energy, your sex drive, as well as the improved mood and well-being as well. Feedback has been awesome. And guys in their 30s and 40s have reported waking up with that proverbial morning wood, which we all want to do do like we used to do when we were teenagers. If you want to take it to the next level, guys, you can maximize your results with the ultimate test stack, which combines test X9 with T-assists and estrogen control, liver support blend, and recovery PM, which is an amazing sleep aid. And I'm telling you, it's amazing when you sleep better, you wake up and you feel better. Don't settle for average, guys. Man up at Legity. <clears throat> Man up at LegacySupps.com. That's L-E-G-A-C-Y-S-U-P-P-S dot com. And if you use a promo code TRENCHES, you get an additional 10% off your entire order. Once again, LegacySupps.com, promo code TRENCHES for 10% off. Take advantage. Now, we were talking about how strong the draft is going to be as far as quarterbacks are. Listen, I'm going to let you guys know. I'm not the guy that go back, goes back and watches all this film on these quarterbacks. And I'll be honest with you, I'm not that versed in quarterback play to know the difference. All I know is what my eye sees. I listen a little bit, too, at some of the experts out there. 
And to me, when I saw Trevor Lawrence uh, beat Alabama his freshman year, I was sold. I was done. I go, that's the one. He's a chosen one. Nobody does that. Nobody beats Nick Saban their freshman year, first time up. It just doesn't happen. So obviously he has a pedigree and he will be the first pick. After that, let me say this, all right? And listen, nobody knows that Trevor Lawrence can be a great football player. Nobody knows that. It's impossible to know, all right? After that, to me, is a crap shoot. I've heard every expert. If I listen to 40 experts, there was 40 different opinions about the next quarterbacks, literally. Like, one will say, this guy's overrated. This guy. Nobody knows is the answer. Now, from what I've heard from other people and what I've seen as well, I watch a lot of college football, um, Mac Jones, to me, is the most ready football player. He's the most ready for this year, maybe next year. But I think he has a lowest ceiling. I just don't know how talented he is. Everybody says he's very he's a smart kid. I saw a special on him and his father, how they made a pact and they wrote this big contract on how he's going to conduct himself. He's very mature, okay? And to succeed in your first year in the NFL, you have to be mature. I think first and foremost, you have to be mature. You also have to have some exposure to to a lot of football, which I think Mac Jones has. So I think he's the most ready to go. So if San Francisco was to pick him um, and Garoppolo went down, they'd probably be in the best hands because they have a lot of good football players around them. Now, for me, Justin Fields is number two. I, I mean... I don't know why this kid, and we don't know if everybody says he's plummeting down the draft board. You don't know that. San Francisco may still take him at three. You don't know that, okay? It's up to them. I mean, we, if we keep on listening to the press, we'll be wrong a lot. Nobody saw Daniel Jones getting drafted as high as he did last year. There's always surprises out there. But to me, Justin Fields is number two. I don't know why anybody would think he should plummet. I mean, He's proven he can play injured. He's proven he can beat the number one guy, uh, Trevor Lawrence, who, like I said, won a uh, national championship as a freshman. He beat him. Injured, by the way. Beat up. Still beat him. So, to me, Justin Fields has maybe, maybe the highest ceiling, okay? But... I, th- I think somebody might mess around and pass on him and be very, very upset later on because I'm not sure that he's not almost as good as, as Trevor Lawrence. To me, Justin Fields checks all the boxes, okay? Been the man, played in the Big, uh, you know, in the Big Ten, played in big games, played well in big games, and I don't know what else you need, okay? And just mess around and let him fall to New England, let him fall to New England, and New England be in a perfect situation where they can get a quarterback to back up Cam Newton, which is sim- who is similar to Cam Newton, and then we can kind of they can kind of bounce back and forth. That would be a great situation for them, for him to learn and play at the same time, because Cam Newton's not in a situation where he can complain about playing time. Although those guys are very similar football athletes, that would make sense. I almost want that to happen to see how that would turn out. Now, Trey Lance, to me, from what I've heard from other people, is Jordan Love, okay? He just, he hasn't played against, you know, a whole lot of huge competition. He has all the tools, just hasn't played a lot of football, probably isn't ready, but his upside, you know, people are going to bring up Mahomes, but that's one of the names. We should stop bringing up Mahomes. 
It's just not fair to compare somebody to Mahomes. It's like comparing somebody to Barry Sanders. Don't do that. It's not fair to them. So to me, Trey, you know, Trey Lance may be the Jordan Love, so it's all about potential. He ain't going to start this year, people. He's not going to start and look, and look good. No way. And he just hasn't seen enough football, not big-time football, for him to be successful this year. Nobody's athletic enough to do that, okay? And very few people anyways. And then they have Zach Wilson, who there's one glaring thing I heard from an expert, and and there's a few things that resonate with me, and I go, ooh, that's a relevant statistic. I guess his completion percentage went up 11% from from the last couple years. That's a big number, okay? And then when you consider that he played through a pandemic and they didn't play as many games, and, you know, his best win was Boise State, and they lost, his one loss was to Coastal Carolina, and they scored 17 points. That ain't the Big Ten, that ain't the SEC, that ain't the ACC either now. You know, when they talk about Justin Fields and, well, Justin Fields struggled against Northwestern and Indiana. Well, Northwestern had the number one defense in the nation, and I believe Indiana was five. And I watched quite a bit of Indiana football, and they had a pretty darn good defense. So if you're going to knock, you know, Justin Fields for having a couple bad games and those couple bad games in the Big Ten, you know, eliminate what he did in, you know, in the playoffs, eh, I don't think that's fair. Because you look at the other quarterbacks, Trevor Lawrence has been through it, Mac Jones has been through it, um, Justin Fields has been through it. You know, the other couple, you know, Lance and, and, and Zach Wilson, I think they got some time. They got some time and you're basically dealing with potential. But the draft is Thursday. I believe I'm going to be going to uh, Raymond James Stadium. Uh, I hit up uh, the, the COO, Brian Ford. I'm going to come and hang out there, see what's going on, and kind of, you know, engulf all the festivities. And uh, it's always fun. Okay, It's a good time. Everybody has a good time. And we're, we're drafting after a Super Bowl, which doesn't happen very often. So a lot of eyes are going to be on the Buccaneers. And uh, we're king of the castle right now, so... It's time for us to flaunt our plumage and enjoy ourselves. If anybody ever wants to get in contact with me with any questions, Ian Beckles at RadioInfluence.com. And please make sure you listen to the other podcasts and the Beckles and Retro Show, 95.3 WDAE. But hopefully everybody enjoys the draft this Thursday. I know I am. I really do enjoy watching the draft. I find it very, very entertaining. And I hope you guys enjoy it as well. Enjoy your week and please be safe. Peace out. You have been in the trenches with Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. This is a Landry Football Quick Fix on Radio Influence. The Justin Fields stuff, the epilepsy issue is, yeah, I've known it for so long that I've forgotten about it. I don't know if it's going to be a big issue or not. Not a doctor. They say he's going to grow out of it, and he's had no issues that's affected practices or workouts or games or anything. Medical people will decide that. You have to tell me and, and I put the medical grade on him. But the fact that it was leaked, why do you think that was leaked? I can tell you already that it was leaked by somebody that may hope that he will fall to him. Throw that out there. Maybe plant the seed. Maybe because I'm going to tell you what happens. It happens in draft rooms, and it ha- it's it's particularly. I think it happens more and more because there's 
more people that are running drafts, more GM types, more personnel director types that are not from a football background. So they listen. They scout with their ears because they can't scout with their eyes. So they hear this and they hear that and they just uh, all of a sudden this guy's dropped. Something must be wrong with him. Uh, There's no strength of conviction. If you are, if you know how to evaluate, if you're trained to do it, if you've done it for a while successfully and you've got enough experience doing it, the player will grade themselves. If you know how to look at it, it's, you know what to look for. It's, it's, It's what a lawyer does, uh, an accountant does, what a doctor does, right? They know what to look for. They know what to ask. They know what to look for in an x-ray, in a legal brief. They can cut through that. That's what, in a less important job, we do in football. If you're a football guy, you know what to look for. And a player will grade himself if you're objective, if you do the work, and you know what to look for. The Landry Football Podcast with veteran scout and coach Chris Landry can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and RadioInfluence.com.